Rise and shine, Mama. Today, I have a special episode for you. My friend Janelle Breitenstein has a book that comes out tomorrow, October 5th, and I got to talk with her about the book, about parenting, and there were just such great things that we got to talk about. I'm actually going to split it up into two episodes. So today, you're going to get to hear from Janelle, and I'll continue it in the next episode. So listen in and enjoy. Today is October 4th, 2021. I'm Sarah Seafelt, and this is season four, episode 10. Well, hi there. I am here with my friend Janelle Breitenstein, and I wanted to get a chance to talk with her about her new book, which I'm really excited about and wanted to share with you because it is also about that parenting gig that we're, that we're trying to get right. So Janelle, welcome. Thanks so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here today. Well, tell me a little bit about the crew that you are momming these days. <laughs> um, I've got four kids that feel like six. Um, they range from 12 to 17, and no, there are no twins in there, so you guys do the math on what happens there. Uh, but I've got three boys and a girl. Well, with four kids, you definitely weren't looking for something else to do with your time. So tell us about how you got inspired to write this book. What were you searching for and what led you down this journey of writing? And I think part of what I realized in the need for this book is it was funny. I would actually, this probably tells you about the kind of person I am, but I, I really wanted to um, make sure I was checking all the boxes and life skills with my kids, whether it's um, being able to balance a checkbook or change a tire on a car or make a cake or um, to, to more soft skills, like being able to um, get through conflict in a healthy way and respect authority and things like that. So I would actually, I, I remember Googling several times life skills. And while I could find a lot of those hard skills that are very easy to see, um, you know, my kids will go through school, they'll know how to do calculus probably by the time that they graduate high school. But if they can do calculus or be a concert pianist, but they can't walk intimately with God, it felt like there's not a list for that. And there weren't a lot of super clear ways to practically teach those. And I realized that some of those spiritual and spiritual emotional skills were things that uh, I was trying to think of ways to teach my kids and was in some ways already doing them. And that filled a lot of my conversations with friends as we were talking about parenting. And I realized uh, this is something that we could all share together. So that was part of the inspiration. So this book talks about some spiritual disciplines that are kind of classic disciplines like meditation and contemplation, simplicity, prayer, getting your kids to study the Bible. How can you, I mean, if we're competing with Nickelodeon and social media, how do we do that in ways that are exciting and engaging that help them catch the bug? But this also deals with some less traditional disciplines like holy sexuality, identity, finding ourselves in community. And so uh, trying to bring our kids into spiritual health in a way that helps them associate pleasure um, in really creative ways. Um, and yet doing this in ways that, I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm just trying to get my kids to put their 
actual dirty socks in the hamper 12 inches away and mm-hmm. eat their mashed potatoes with a fork and not yell at the stairs. So I don't have a ton of extra mm-hmm. capacity for incorporating new stuff into my life. So a lot of these skills that are practical, these are ways that you can work them into that car ride home or um, dinner around the table or bedtime or things you're already doing with your kids. So you're not shoehorning in these other crazy things and adding more. So in these past few episodes, we've been talking about parenting as this, you know, really long-term process because it takes humans a long time to mature. And that we're we're looking at their maturity physically, but also their their emotional maturity, their mental intellectual maturity, and their spiritual maturity. And so raising our children involves this relationship with them that out of that we do the hard work of raising, which is teaching and correcting and shaping and molding. And so when I was, you know, as I'm reading your book and seeing like, yes, this is the raising spiritually of our children. Yes, totally. And I couldn't agree more. If we, if we don't have that relational foundation, uh, Proverbs puts it, son, give me your heart, you know, and if I don't have that heart, Mm -hmm. um, there's, there's very little foundation. There's no bridge between us that I, I don't have any passport to be able to, to incorporate a lot of these, these skills that, that I want. So I think that's one thing that I remember reading an article when I was um, homeschooling our kids in Africa and somebody was reminding me of mistakes that homeschoolers make. And they said, sometimes we get distracted by things like, oh, my son wants to have, you know, blue hair or something like that. Mm-hmm. And Um, sometimes majoring on those things that are more appearance driven and things like that, instead of focusing on their hearts and whether we actually have their hearts, wouldn't it be sad if the blue hair got in the way of our relationship and um, became one of the things I majored on rather than my ability to, to pour into them. So yes, I totally agree with what you're saying is to have this long-term view, like you're talking about Mm -hmm. this long-term raising of our kids. How do we start with spiritual life skills, even when they're small, that um, as they grow, are hopefully going to grow them in their love for God, not just a bunch of extra activities or boxes to check, but instead of we've given them the ways to nourish themselves. Yeah, yeah, I really love that. I really see so much value in helping our children learn responsibility for themselves, which is these life skills that you're talking about and learn responsibility for their own spirituality, for their own faith, like taking ownership of their faith, what they believe, and, and making progress in that, like growing and developing in that, rather than just taking in whatever people give them or, you know, kind of putting it off to the side. Very much so. The goal is making that part of themselves, part of the fiber of their being. So it's almost what we would call an automaticity, kind of like muscle memory. You know, we they know to brush their teeth at night. Well, at least we hope they do. Mm-hmm. You, know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they they there's a lot of things that we're teaching our kids. You know, um, I mean, if you think of how many times you teach them to say please or thank you every day when they're toddlers. I mean, I added it up it, one time, just the amount of times I was saying it, I mean, per day, and that being seven days a week, 52 weeks a year, it was in the tens of thousands, you know? Um, but now, thankfully, 
most of the time my kids are automatically saying thank you. Most of the time, yep. (laughs) So for the mom who is worn out, um, you know, with the day, as you said, we're already doing all of the things throughout the day. Um, so every mom you're saying, yes, right. (laughs) (laughs) So every mom who's worn out, who's saying, yes, I want that because it's important to me. How would you encourage her? First of all, I think I would just, uh, encourage her that she's never alone Mm -hmm. and that rest is, is there. Um, I was just reading this morning in my own time with God about abiding with him and kind of thinking about a branch and that life sap kind of flowing through the Holy Spirit. I just want to encourage you, even when you feel like you're scraping yourself off the floor or sometimes maybe scraping out the inside of your ribs to feed your kids, you know, mm-hmm. um, I just want to encourage you that um, burnout is a season unless you let it be a lifestyle. <laughs> So looking for ways to have self-care so that you can feed your kids out of a place of wholeness um, and out of, because I just personally, um, I'm unfortunately the worst version of myself when I'm stressed and Mm -hmm. fearful and tired. Um, That's not when my kids see Jesus the easiest. And um, so I think I had to learn the hard way that um, my burnout was really affecting my family. But then I would also say something that we already know, which is that um, even when we're exhausted, we're still cutting the hot dogs into little pieces so our kids don't choke on them. Or, um, you know, we're checking the, to make sure that our kids actually clean the bathrooms well rather than disgustingly, you know, and we're making time for the things that do matter to us. Mm-hmm. And um, so starting to reprioritize spiritual things and realizing that we can just work them into the fabric of our days. One of the images that comes to mind is when I was making cinnamon rolls with my grandma when I was a kid, and you'd have to kind of work in dough, work in flour to the dough a little bit at a time. Mm-hmm. And um, if you tried to add too much, the dough would get too tough and it wouldn't be the right texture. Mm-hmm. And so the idea is grab one, grab two skills that you can um, just incorporate just a little at a time. Maybe it's just you decide you're going to pray with your kids on the way to school, or you're going to pray with them before they go to bed, or you're going to get a scratch-off map and put it on your kids' walls and pray for one country that they pick every night. These don't have to be hard things. They can be fun things where you're really connecting with your kids over spiritual disciplines and you're associating worship of God and being with God with pleasure in their minds and in your own mind too. Wow, you mean it could be fun and enjoyable? <laughs> so much we sometimes. Hope. Yeah. <laughs> so many times some of these skills and these things that we want to imprint into our children can feel like just a lot of doing more of the same thing over and over and over oh, again. Boy. Over again. Totally. The Bible stories at night and different things like that. And um and sometimes those can be really warm moments and sometimes it can feel like plotting. And I guess someone said to me, um, if our spiritual disciplines don't cause joy, we really need to re-examine, are they really drawing us closer to God and are they drawing our kids closer to God? You know, mm-hmm. so that was convicting to me that sometimes I'm doing spiritual disciplines, but unfortunately I won't have the end benefit of joy. That's another thing in that passage in, in John about abiding. The end result is 
is joy and it's in feeling loved by God and dwelling in that love. And it's pretty hard to do that if we don't associate it with, with pleasure. Um, and that's not some kind of a, so therefore you better be happy. <laughs> Instead, <laughs> it's just a, it's a new mindset of, okay, maybe if that's not causing me joy, what do I, do I need to be doing this, this spiritual discipline right now? Is this life giving to my kids? Is this conveying who God is accurately to my kids? Mm-hmm. Janelle's book is called Permanent Markers, Spiritual Life Skills to Write on Your Kid's Heart. And I hope you got a sense of her heart and the encouragement that she has for parents all over who are raising their kids and wanting to imprint on them these spiritual life skills. Our conversation keeps going and we talk about more great things and I'll share more of that with you in the next episode. I know you've got things to do. Go check out her book. It it comes out October 5th. That's tomorrow. Go check it out. Come back and listen to the next episode. Time to go shine. You've got this, Mama.